recording live session conversation yo once again good morning this time good morning this time around it's nice and early one day morning yeah about switching yeah switching things up what time is it it's 9 40 for me uh but things have not changed we still got the same uh same vibe going on tell you about our week tell you about our uh, our life tell you about what's going on uh good to be with you bro Likewise, bro. Session 122. Right. The fuck? Right. Session 120. Man. Milestone. Milestone. That's good shit. Probably going to be a quick show. We might do a, a 120.5 or some shit for next week or something like that. I don't know. Right. Who knows? But uh, for current standards, let's uh let's go ahead and talk about the obvious. The uh, obvious? Last night. Yeah, last night, LeBron James won his fourth. Yep. NBA championship. He is now with four, the, four and six in the finals. Four and six in the finals? Yes, he's been to ten finals, won four out of the six finals. He's shooting 40% on finals. Man. Yeah, the man has uh, the man has a lot of accolades steady being passed almost every time he plays, especially in the playoffs because those stats are so minimal. Everyone doesn't have those stats. Everyone doesn't make it to the finals. Everyone doesn't play as much as in the playoffs and finals. So for him to be at the top ranks of those says a lot as well. Um, pretty pretty beastly performance from the Lakers last night. Uh, yeah, it was a wash. That shit was a wash. I knew I knew the Heat probably had a um, had one of those games in them. Um, but you know we were. Uh, I don't know if we were expecting, but let's just put it like this. The Miami Heat were demanding a lot out of Jimmy Butler to make this thing possible as far as winning a championship, which I honestly didn't really see them being able to win the championship against the Lakers. But if it was going to happen, it would have took more out of Jimmy Butler than we've seen what it took. I mean, for the two games they won was the two games he had the crazy 30-point triple-doubles. Um... Also, on top of that, you know, you lose Gordon Drogic early in that series, and that changes, right. you ch that changes the dynamic of that team up. I mean, people going to say he was back last night. Like, yeah, that's his first game back, but you got to understand that they airballed his first three off the glass. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you know, he, he pulled the, the Danny Green with his first shot. Plus, um, you know, <laughs> his first game back, you can't expect much. And then you can't expect that team to gel right with him being in that position just because he has been hurt and they've had to try and play differently. You know what I'm saying? I think to to, to to even add to what you're saying about them needing a lot from Jimmy, not only did you need a lot from Jimmy, you needed a lot from Bam and Gordon. You needed all three of them to have crazy games in order to, to more than likely win four games. Like I'm saying, they won two with Jimmy going crazy. So if you get one crazy Bam game and then maybe a combination of Gordon Drogic, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, or – Drogic and Bam or Drogic and Butler, there go your fourth. But, um, you know, regardless of the fact, kudos and shout-outs to LeBron James. Um, I might hate on the nigga. I, I might, you know, say whatever I say. But it really speaks to his excellence as a basketball player for 17 seasons that out of these 17 seasons, last season was the only one where, you know, um, besides what he's been to the playoffs with, 14 years or something like that, 17 seasons. So his first three seasons, I don't think he made it. Um, you know, last year was the first time he actually had an injury. But with that being said, this man has played a hell of a lot of basketball. Of course, he's going to have those accolades. He earned them too. You know what I'm saying? 
the man did all types of um, wild things as far as scoring, rebounding, assisting, and with his defense. Um, so, you know, kudos to him on his fourth. I think a lot of people are going to say, you know, this fourth ring solidifies him as the GOAT. I wouldn't say it solidifies him as the GOAT. I would say it solidifies him as a GOAT. I would say people would have had a better argument to say he is the GOAT had he took that last shot, won the game, um, game five. I don't care what anybody says about, you know, the best basketball play. I don't, I'm not trying to hear that shit. When it's that situation in the game and you have a LeBron James, you have a Michael Jordan, you have a Kobe Bean Bryant, you don't give a fuck what the best basketball player is. You want that player to go out there and seize that moment and, and, and win the game. But, you know, um, he made the best basketball play. Danny Green came up short. You know, they came back next game. You, you, and I pretty much figured they was going to come out and just watch them niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, fuck it. Let's get it over with. So it's a, It was a lot of, it was a lot of like, um, I wouldn't say pressure, but just a lot of um, talk going around after that last shot. I mean, after that last game when they had a chance to close it out. So, you know, as a basketball player and as a person, a human being, a man, whatever, uh, I think you take that as like a chip on your shoulder. You take that with a lot of like, you know, um, I don't know, responsibility. You know what I'm saying? As a player, I think, you know, they're, they they put that on their shoulder like a motherfucker, especially Danny Green. You could just tell he wanted to make his first like couple shots. You know what I'm saying? But like when they're explaining that last play as a basketball player, I, I understand like, you know, you got trolls, you know, trolls are going to do trolls, you know. Um, trolls just want to have fun. Duh. And so, but LeBron's pass. Okay. We will forget about the pass. Michael Jordan passed to Steve Kerr before. And Michael Jim Jordan Paxton, passed, right? John Paxton. John he, Paxton. Pa he passes. He passes. Okay. It happens. You know what I'm saying? They're good plays, but LeBron's pass was off. Okay. When you're a shooter and you're expecting like, you know, boom, boom plays to be, you know, you, you just expect the ball to be in your hands in your shooting position, the pass was a little off to the right. He had to get the ball, gather, shoot again, came up short, whatever. Um, Marquis for Marcus, I really don't know which brothers on the Lakers. His pass was like, man, he could have, <laughs> that one could have sealed the championship, but it's just like, you know, everyone's, everyone's human. You know what I'm saying? Some people clutch jeans, just get a little frozen. Some people shit stay hot. And uh, that pass was just a little bit, a little bit too much on that pass. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Too much but dip on his chip. I'm expect. I'm pretty sure Morris didn't expect Green to like miss so badly because it wasn't like it went in and out. It hit short front of the rim. Right. So like that, you know, he's gonna catch people off guard. You're in panic mode. Let's win this championship. AD open. Oh shit! Threw too hard. You know what I'm saying? So right. But <laughs> um, yeah. With that being said, back to Bam. His best game of the finals was last night. Right. Um, 25 points, 10 rebounds. His first time having double-digit rebounds in the finals. Before that was four. Before that was seven. Before that was four again. Right. Uh, highest assist was last night in his game, five. Before that was four. Before that was one. And game one was zero. Right. Game one, zero blocks, zero steals, eight points. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... That's a big player in that team, like especially trying to beat the Lakers and Anthony Davis and all they size. Bam has to be, you know, on another level. So that 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 has a lot to do with the, uh, to me, the overall success of where how far the Heat can go, man. Because you put a lot of you put a lot of pressure on the rookie 
for one. What, Tyler? Uh, hell yeah. Yeah, and then Jimmy Jimmy only shot the ball, what, 10 times last night? Had 12 points. So Duncan's not going to get his own shot. You need to get him a shot. Right. So it's just like, man, you Jay Crowder is like, you know, he's like a poor man's KCP on the heat. So it's like whatever he get, you'll just take. He's never going to get anything on his own if he does. I think like, that nigga right. more like a Marvin Williams. <laughs> there you go. He good for there a three-hand now. Going to play some defense, give you a couple At bunnies. At least KCP could get to the rim off from the three-point line. Right, right. Jay Crowder getting stopped at the free throw. Like, where you going, nigga? Clamps. Bro, bro, if you don't pick the ball up, put it above your head, and, and fucking spin on your pivot and try and kick this shit out. <laughs> the fuck, about, fuck you got going on? How about Rondo, though? Yeah, man. Um... Rondo, Rondo really showed up and showed out. You know, I I want to say you know, good for him, good to, for him to to show that you know he can still be that point guard. Wasn't he injured a lot this season, and even during the playoffs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for him to you know to end his season like that, that was that was a good thing. Um, I'll just say you know kudos to the NBA for giving us this 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 finish of the season, giving us these playoffs. Um. They did it with zero tests the whole time. I think that speaks to, you know, their testing methods and just them keeping up with the health of their players, staff, and whatever, whoever they got um, down there. I, I have their plan and their plan. Yeah. Their overall plan. Yeah. And I like like we had said, well, I don't know if we said it, but I'm for sure I said it, and I'm pretty sure you would agree. I think basketball was one of them sports where you was able to pull off a bubble-type atmosphere, and it worked. You know what I'm saying? Um the NBA is a rising sport, so you don't necessarily need it to travel, especially with what's going on. Like, like I would say, like the NFL does, or like um, baseball does. You know what I'm saying? You can have multiple courts up in one area at the same time and have multiple games going. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the same thing for football, or if baseball could accomplish that. I think baseball could pull it off, but um, they probably wouldn't. So, you know, I think that speaks to um, just the NBA and what they did. Uh, so kudos to them and, and thank you for all of that. I I greatly appreciate that. Best, yeah. I mean, football's football. You know that's cool. They they're doing their thing, but man, that basketball they came y'all y'all came at the right time. For a second, it was baseball. I had me like, man, sports are back. We out the bound. But uh, yeah, basketball. Y'all did y'all thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, question. Yeah, shout out. Question because we got to talk about it before we move off of it. But is LeBron James? The GOAT, is he better than Michael Jordan? Is he better than Kobe Bryant? What? He's not better than either one of those two guys. Like, I'd put him in the, uh, I'd put him in the, all right, this is my, this, and I heard someone say this, so I might be biting, but it made a lot of sense. LeBron James might be the best overall basketball player. Right. Ever. Right. <laughs> might just be. Um, but. Best winner, best winner. Okay. I'm going with Jordan. Okay. Um, best offensive player, you know, for me, I'll probably go with, like, in my lifetime, I'm probably go with, like, Kobe, um, Jordan, or T-Mac. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. Or Ivory. You know what I'm saying? But right. that's just that's just very uh, specific traits of a basketball player, offense, whatever. Um, most success, I'm still going with Jordan. Like, Kareem, that's... I can't I can't talk on Kareem. Right, right. I leave that for people older than me. Or Bill Russell, we can't talk about any of them niggas. Can't speak on that. Right. But like LeBron's dominance, um, very similar to Shaq. Number of rings similar to Shaq, actually the same as Shaq. But he's just he's just overall probably the best basketball player. 
that's probably walked and played in the league in my existence. Right. I wouldn't say that he's a better overall winner and competitor and all that than Jordan. Jordan has the accolades and the stats. So I'm still not going to go greatest of all time. Right. And you can't say he's one of the GOATs. For me, I don't think that makes sense because if you know what GOAT means. It's greatest of all time, right. So it's only one GOAT. <laughs> um, I was I was talking to Buns about this shit last night. And I was like, you know, I, I, I said it out of my mouth like, yo, this nigga might be the best all-around basketball player I've ever seen. And then nigga Tommy was like, yo, let me stop you right there. <laughs> Does this nigga shoot better than Jordan? No. Um... Does he defend better than Jordan? No. No. Does he pass better than Jordan? Yes. Yes. Um, and basically, he was like clutch free throws. Does Bron shoot him better than Jordan? No. Uh, game on the line, would you get a ball to Jordan or Bron? Of course, we're going to say Jordan. So his argument was like, nah, LeBron James ain't the greatest basketball player of all time because, you know, if you look at Mike and you look at Kobe and you look at the – look at the things they can do as opposed to what Bron can do. Um, Bron didn't get his little jump shot till, you know, maybe like, what, three, four years ago? You know what I'm saying? Mike been a smooth killer since, you know, 84. Kobe was a smooth killer since 86. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, I don't know. For me, I, w- I would probably say if you want to get into, like, who's the go to this, that, and the third, I'm going to always say Michael Jordan. And I'm probably gonna have Kobe second, so I, I give Bron, you know, I give Bron his his rightful place as the the third best basketball player I've I've ever watched. I mean, he's earned that, he gets that, you know what I'm saying? And we'll we'll see what he does going forward. Yeah, real talk, cause there's um, man, there's there's just a difference of of level of play when you're just that size and you have that strong of an IQ, but man. Um, I think some players have some things to say about that moving forward. I think, I think KD wants to get back up there in the ring count. Um, I think Clay and Steph want to get back up in the ring count. Will they? I don't know. But ring count, like there's players that still have something to say as far as like who's been the best in this like, I don't know, last couple decades. Right. You know I'm saying we're gonna put Bron there, but listen, like LeBron still has his own. LeBron still has his own competition in this league still as far as, like, ring count. So we can't really go there. But when you go to the success rate, like, man, it's just – it's not even close. It's not even really close to Jordan or Kobe in that, in you know, in that regard. LeBron's just been there more, but he's failed more. Right. So, I mean – But, I mean, it's, look at, it speaks to his, his excellence of even accomplishing being there. Let's not take away the fact that this man has played on three different teams. You know, he pulled Cleveland to the championship. That Miami Heat shit, okay, it is what it is. But we gonna give him his we gonna give him his Cleveland ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna give you that. Um and I'm gonna give you your Laker ring too. You know what I'm saying? Your first two, eh, I'm gonna give you these last two. You know what I'm saying? You definitely earned them. Real talk. And uh so he's got three with He's got four with three different teams. Danny Green has <laughs> three with three teams. Um, <laughs> Qu- Quentin, just, Quentin, Cook, Quentin Cook's got two with two teams. Rondo's got two with two teams. Just throwing that out there real quick uh, on the ring count. But when you 
uh, when you produce and you like you know uh, you're you're part of that like big big starting lineup on a big championship team that's have multiple rings and stuff like Steph, um, like motherfucking uh, KD. You know what I'm saying? Like those those guys got something to say. I think they're gonna come back. And then you know Kyrie could get another ring if he wanted to. Um, two rings, two different teams. So LeBron's not like he's not like that too far spread out from the ring success like some of these some of these players that we consider like top 10 so it's not really right. that far of a difference man it's just like his it's just that his skill and his size and his dominance is on Shaq's type level that's why I very very I feel like that comparison is great him and Maggie Johnson that comparison is great because uh, you'll never say I don't think anyone's ever going to say Shaq or Magic Johnson are better than Michael Jordan or Kobe, for that regard, I think. So right. I think that has a lot to say about how we're going to like determine who's still the GOAT, in my eyes. All right. All right. Well, that was a full digest of that. Um, football. Yo. Footies. I'm, I'm about to say it because you know what I'm about to say. You know He's I'm about done. To, you know I'm about no, to I'm talk about him. You know I'm about, to, we talking I'm about? about to talk about the Bears. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tom Brady. Nah, I ain't talking about Brady. Um, I've been keeping up with Brady like that. That nigga played for the Bucks, and I'm sorry. After all these years of being a Patriots fan, I just can't not be a Patriots fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm happy to see Tom Brady succeeding and doing whatever the fuck he needs to do to try and still be competitive. That's still my favorite quarterback. I still think he is potentially the best old quarterback still in the game. But – um. It, it, these new niggas is 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 real. Russell, let's just keep it real. Russell Wilson is real. Um, that nigga. They won like, last night, right? Yeah, they won. They won. But good, um, good. Need a Minnesota to stay with one win. But we gonna talk about the Bears, and I just want to say this: <laughs> this is the worst four and one team you have ever seen in your goddamn life. Is it though? Because the Bears are four and one in two thousand twelve, missed the playoffs. This. Is the worst. Well, who was that team? Who was the quarterback of that team? I mean, who do you think? Jay Cutler. That was the Brandon right. Marshall, Jay Cutler, Matt Forte team, right? Martellus Bennett, like Alshon Jeffrey. And that team, that team was better than this team. Absolutely, especially with personnel. Right. But record-wise, same. And end of the season, uh, fucking conclusion, not to be to be ter- to be determined right. this season, but they fucking missed the playoffs that year. Yeah. I, and I, Thanks to Green Bay, and I feel it. I feel it. Um, yeah, that. Was, oh my God, that was the. That was when my nigga floated it over his head, right? But you are speaking big factual facts, <laughs> and I'm not just saying I've, the worst four and one Bears team. I'm talking about the worst football team. Like this shit is what the fuck? Like this shit. Every y'all only lost once. <laughs> <laughs> like every week, I watch this shit, and I'm like, bro. Like, get the wins. I'm, Fuck it. Ugly wins. Who cares? Go Bears, right? But God damn, this shit is like an emotional roller coaster every week. Like, I still speak. Even with even with Mitch, right? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking between that game two and game three. Like, bro, y'all took Mitch out of game three to put Foles in, and this nigga in there literally doing the same shit. Not really, though, because Mitch was horrible that game. With his decision-making and his progressions, yes. But Nick Foles is trying to let it rip in some pockets where it's like, bro, you ain't got no Eagles uniform on. This ain't two, three years ago. Like, 
relax. Like yeah, yeah. Some it's 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 kind of difficult, man. It's like I feel like uh, I'll take I'll take uh, Nick Foles' IQ, right? I'll take Mitch's athleticism, right? And now as far as the arm, I think I'll take Mitch's arm strength and and Foles' accuracy. Foles' accuracy now. Foles' accuracy has been a little off on some plays where you're just like, whoa! Like third and two, he threw it to a flat. To uh, uh, It was either Jimmy or Demetrius Graham, the tight end, flat. Overthrew it. No one was there. And it's just third and two. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but some of these other plays where he's throwing it into, like, you know, the position where the runner's running, um, where the runner doesn't have to stop. He can keep going, throw it over the defender, over the receiver. The receiver has to get it. If the defender gets it, it's going to be P.I. Those are plays that Mitch makes one out of ten. Right. Nick Foles will make that like six out of ten times. Right. So I fucks with that on the passing level because, listen, we got Allen Robinson, Jimmy Graham's proven. Um, but other than that, I don't really see the receivers bailing the quarterback out. So... Other than Allen Robinson, like I said, and Jimmy. Other than that, you have to be like, you have to have a quarterback that's going to bail the receivers out. Mitch not going to do that. Mitch going to bail himself out on his feet and run. Right. But uh, I feel like Nick can bail the, some of these players, like Anthony Miller. Same, perfect example. The first game, Nick uh, Foles took off from Mitch. Mitch throw to uh, Anthony Miller. He bobbled a little bit because it was just a little off. Nick in, same play, same throw, same player, different result. Perfect, right in the fucking uh, chest, right in the numbers. Touchdown, same same skinny post route. Right. So it's, it's just like, you know, those things, uh, I feel a little bit more confident with Nick Foles. It's funny because every game's kind of been like, damn, these niggas suck. Damn, the fucking other teams letting them get back in the game and giving them a chance. Damn, it's a one-possession game. Damn, the defense made a, finally made a big stop. Damn, we up. One so thing, it's like one thing I, I haven't gave up on any game yet, right. but it is it's nerve wracking. Wow, it's, it's yeah, they're just not very good. One <laughs> one thing to speak about the Buccaneers game, which a lot of people aren't talking about, is the amount of penalties that the Bucks took on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They took on a lot of penalties, and that, like you said, that's the other team helping us win. You know what I'm saying? Lost a big lineman, their best lineman oh, on the Villa? defensive end. Yeah, Villa? they lost yeah. him. That helped. Uh yeah, penalties played a big role, bro. Um I know I know Brady was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And you see the Brady brain fart when that nigga thought it was like fourth down and it was really like no downs? Yeah, I saw that foo shit, yeah. nigga. You come on. Come on. Hey, get off We're the not, field. I'm not, I'm not falling for that. You can try to put that you can try to present that to the to the masses and to the crowd. Nigga, you made a mistake. That wasn't a good throw. You made a mistake. Cause he the way he was saying, like, it's not it, it wasn't even believable. Right. Like he was just when someone like when some like you seen Kuzma jump up and down when he when he fucking fouled Duncan Robinson. Right. Like that's the energy you have after something goes wrong. You didn't think he was just like, nah, nigga, you that wasn't a good throw. You thought you made it enough to get the first. It wasn't. Just just move around, fam. We beat you, fam. Hit the. It's bitch. a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for Brady, to me more than uh Belichick. You think so? I mean, because Belichick was already kind of working with scraps. Right. And just right. kind of making it work. Now, the thing with the Bucks is we don't have scraps. We have one scrap, and that's our QB. We got hitters. We just need that so-called GOAT to come here and fix it. Yeah. You you are absolutely right. Yeah, and, and 
you dead on with that shit. Because right now it's it's showing proof for Brady. It's like you was bitching about personnel, nigga. You have Mike fucking Evans. You have Chris fucking Goodwin. You got Gronk. You got OJ Brate. I mean Cameron Brate. You got OJ Howard. You got uh the, the Leonard Fournette. You got Rashard Jones the third in the backfield. Um, you got the little you got the little the the Miller nigga. Little Miller, uh, wide receiver, the little white boy that's your little wannabe Julian Edelman. Like, hey, you got pieces now, okay? So, <laughs> perform, my nigga. You know, it's a problem when you have when you have like Mike Evans or somebody. Uh, really, just Mike Evans. You have Mike Evans, like kind of like shaking his head or just being frustrated after plays and not getting the ball right or not getting out of the third down conversion. <laughs> and your quarterback's Tom Brady and the receivers doing that. Like, that's. I will say this. That's, that's different. I will say this, and to give them credit for what they've actually been able to do, they haven't had a preseason. They haven't had a real proper season rollout. So these first five, six games of this season for everybody is still kind of like the preseason. I think we'll see better football further into October and in November for sure. For sure, for sure. I still, and with that being said, the you know the Bears won that game. Brady's still the best quarterback on the field. Like, still making better throws and better progressions made. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Better reads, uh, better completions. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, <laughs> that's what I have to deal with watching the Bears. Like, basically, my whole football fandom is just like, these, this is not a football offense. Like, it might be a football defense and, and whatnot and special teams, but the offense will, has never really been able to compete with other teams. Right. It's funny because 2018 was like an anomaly. Like that was an exception a little bit because they were making plays and they were running trick plays. Like Matt Nagy had his little Kansas City vibe still in his like in his back pocket, so he and, was still and, running and, a lot of that Kansas City shit. And you didn't have any film on Trubisky. I always this is big truth. I will yeah. always say like basketball is one of them games like you can study a nigga, study a nigga, but a nigga is still gonna iso your ass out and do you in. He's still gonna get around the screen and do your ass in. Football, right. baseball, once I see how this pitcher pitches, once I see what mm-hmm. he does, once I see how this hitter stands, once I see the reaction time, once I see how this quarterback goes through his progressions, once I see, you know, how, how he tends to throw the ball in particular situations, same thing with running backs, same thing with wide receivers and how you they see run the Once again. I get, mm-hmm. Yes. Once I get that film on you, ah, now. You get now. film on you and you see, a, you see somebody again, bit for real because it's like <sighs> I feel like if you're an opposing team or you're a defense you still give respect to someone that's a number two pick right so you're you're not you're not necessarily like going into the game like oh this is gonna be easy you're going into the game like you know this might be a challenge we're playing the number two pick so it's like when you playing pickup basketball and you got your team and the other team's like looking for a fourth man I mean, a fifth man, and the fifth man walk in, and he's seven foot one, two fucking eighty. You know what I'm saying? You you going you going to the game now? Like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, got a fucking glass cleaner down here. But now you played the game. You see how he play. He's not that good. You got tape. You come back. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So I feel you. 2018 when he played those teams the first time, and the teams for the only time success. Come back and play the division teams again. Eh, a little rough. In Molly you know Next year, play the same teams you played again that were in different divisions, plus the division teams in 2019. We, hey, we on you. Hey, grab that iPad, all right? <laughs> we on that. Grab that iPad. But, uh, 
it's it's crazy, man. The division, as far as the Bears goes, it's looking it's looking okay. Green Bay's always going to be that fuck. Because Aaron Gotta play fucking Rodgers, right? Well, Minnesota and Detroit giving the Bears a chance to do something as far as wild card standards go. It's early and all that shit, but uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. take on the good old good old fucking Bears. Treat Cohen out. Looks like they lost uh, one of their linemen, um, James Daniels. Looked like he out for the year, so one of those things again, you know. Feel it. Uh, let's move off of the sports, unless you know anything off the top of the head real quick for as far as sports goes. I mean, uh, I think not, uh, me personally, not, I think. Not really. No, nah, I'll just say this. I, the NFL season, that. They are about to do the most with the NFL. I actually do got some more sports. They about to do the most with the NFL for the rest of the season because basketball isn't there anymore. So now the main sports cycle is going to be football, football, football. So we're going to hear about all the the tests, the games being pushed back. And I'll say this. I, I want to say this right now. I think this season might be in jeopardy of not being able to finish. I think. I agree. I think it might be in jeopardy. Because um, these goofy niggas be out on planes and sending sick niggas on planes. Yeah, same but, with baseball. Yeah, but baseball did that, and they didn't. They had some stoppage of games, but it wasn't. That was more towards the beginning. They they were able to get the shit together. They've been able to keep it moving. Like we're about to get a football game on Tuesday. We're about to have and a they national on Thursday. Right, like the national fo- playing on on Thursday is normal. That ain't taboo. You have never in your fucking life seen a national football game on a Tuesday. I mean, to the to the I'm saying to the point where there's only no football on Wednesday and Friday. Right, right, right. Which is which is kind of dope, but I don't think football is a sport that needs to be played like this. No, like nah, no, the niggas need their days. It was one day. I need. I, I really am cool with two days. Thursday is weird. Like it was weird because I didn't even knew the Bears played until Thursday. It's unnecessary. <laughs> the Thursday games are low key unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I get it, y'all don't want to take no shine away from college football with Saturdays and shit, but also, also, on the other side of that, I don't think the NFL wants to compete with college football at the same time because there might be college football games or the college football product might outshine or look better than the NFL product at times. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's especially, a whole nother. Especially the Cincinnati Bengals, boy. <laughs> That's Quick couple things on sports before we get off. The nasty ass. Did you see the nasty ass the Dak Prescott injury? Uh, big prayers up to Zach. I mean, Zach. Uh, big prayers up to Dak. Hopefully he comes back from that. In, in same the get, way. same day, Alex Smith come back, right? That's wild. And then, um, yeah, the death threats to Danny Green's family. That's OC. Unnecessary. Uh, total, totally unnecessary. To- totally, <laughs> totally. Totally and it utterly. It is a role player off the bench. Unnecessary. Y'all never send that shit to Savannah. <laughs> Y'all never send that uh, shit to nah. Vanessa. Y'all have never send that shit to, uh, what was Mike's wife? Juanita? Uh, Juanita. Nah, y'all ain't never sending them thirst to them. Chill out on Danny Green, man. Shout out to him getting his championship as well. Yep, and then uh, Delonte West was in the news a little bit. Something about Mark Cuban. I went to go find him off the streets, but yep. uh, he's I- in some... F- He's in some facility right now that uh, a lot of players or people that have gone, you know, went through whatever rehab processes, whatever right. it is. They they have a facility for that that I think I'm not sure if Jay Jason Williams is like 
some type of investor in it or a part of it, or he just went there before or something like that. But probably after you Jason fucking Williams smacked had, that bike. Jason, <laughs> no, I think this is a uh, oh white chocolate. I think this is Jason Williams white chocolate. Oh okay. So I think they said he had an addiction too, and he had he had went to the same facility and whatnot. So they had a picture or a video of Delonte like trying to do like some uh. Some of the, it's that one sport where you hit the fucking shit off the wall with like a tennis racket looking thing. So oh, uh, racket ball. He was looking ball. like really racket ball. So he was looking like really kind of like frail, like couldn't get his movements together. But uh, we didn't yeah, shout out to Mark man, Cuban for that. Shout out to Mark Cuban. We didn't see this man be like cold on 2K with the mid range. Shit, I think he got to the finals with Braun. Seen uh, he had Braun moms at one point. Then seen him on the street. Now. Seemed like he was getting pretty bad out there, so, you know. Shit, he had um, been bad. He low-key, I feel like he'd been on the streets ever since he was fucking with Brian Mom, but, you know, that's just me. I ain't seen the nigga since then. Shout out shout out for the people doing something, something positive for Delonte West. Definitely. Just trolling his ass all day. Definitely. And that's that's kind of it on sports. The fucking uh, uh, Kobe Bryant thing seems to never go away. I guess his uh, wife is suing. L.A. County yep. for like some photos. Yeah, for the photos that was released of the crash. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they put a bill in, in place behind that shit. Still wild sometimes when you think about it. Like, damn, that nigga. Yeah, that nigga. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace for Kobe. Um, Lakers got him a ship. That's that's real. That's real. Um, <laughs> that's real story scripted right there. Yeah, yeah, scripted is the key word there. Um. Speaking of some other scripted bullshit, did you see the boy Trump on Saturday, man? The boy Tr- said something about he said he was immune or something. Gee, shit. the nigga. Tr- <laughs> I I still couldn't I still couldn't get my hands on the words that he said, but I had to work Saturday. But the event came on like one o'clock, right? And I'm sitting there watching this shit, and my man sitting up there from you know the little balcony, talking cash shit. And they pan to the crowd, bro. And it's nothing but black and Latino people in the crowd. And I'm like, bro, how much are y'all getting paid to stand out there? Supposedly, the people at the White House on Saturday <laughs> were a part of Candace Owens' little group of uh, Blitzics or Blexics or whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I'm saying? She brought them through. And I'm just like, bro. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, that was a campaign rally. Like, if anybody knows anything about the Hatch Act, it prevents basically um, sitting officials or even the president from, like, carrying out, like, campaign rallies or doing anything that's, like, deemed political in that way um, at the White House or just on, you know, that particular type of property. And basically, the nigga had a campaign rally. Nigga, low-key violated the Hatch Act. Nigga, like, my man Trump is wildin'. The fact that, you know, he he's ready to start public engaging again. The fact that they won't tell us when, um, before he was tested positive, when his last negative test was. The fact that they won't tell us if he's tested negative um, since he's had it, but he's clear to do, you know, speaking engagements. Like I keep saying, all that shit is a mental mind fuck. Cause his supporters will see the shit like, well, if Trump had it, and he's out here going, I'm, I'm, I'm out here moving around too. You know what I'm saying? I, I've got it. I'm going to work too. Fuck a mask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All types of wild shit, bro. 
Like that, that shit crazy. And and we still got so many days until the election. And I just want people to stay aware, pay attention. They talking about they rolling out a vaccine by the 16th, by the end of this week, I think. Uh, sometime early next week, they'll have a vaccine ready to go. Like, bro, that shit's sick as hell, man. Like, sick. Like, mm. they are playing with our lives. They are playing with our emotions. But most importantly, they're playing with our minds, man. And I just want people to stay focused and pay attention, man, for real. Like, yeah. you know, everybody bitching about Trump going out doing campaigns, this, that, and the third. Well, why the fuck is Joe Biden doing rallies and, and, and gatherings and this, that, and the third? If the shit is just so contagious when we shouldn't be doing the shit at all. Like, come on. For as for as much as here goes a, a, a funny thing to think about for as much as Trump's campaign won't tell us anything about him testing positive and negative. What about if Joe Biden's campaign is lying to us about him testing negative? What about if he tested positive and he really out here with the chin diaper? You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit is just becoming like it, it's not even becoming. It is a fucking reality TV show. And us as the viewers and the people that have to deal with this shit. <laughs> we need to pay attention to this script that's being played out. Period. I got exposure notifications on my damn iPhone. I yeah. mean, I don't have them set to where they come through my phone, but I've seen this option on my settings. Oh, you. Oh, so for everybody out there, um, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure about Androids, but go to settings, pull down like your regular, like when you get to the main settings, um, pull down for the search bar, type in COVID nineteen. And it'll bring up this basically this COVID type of app or the settings for this this COVID-19 um, tracing. And basically that app, if you allow it, will uh, cut on your microphone when it wants, cut on your camera when it wants. It tracks your location. And basically, like when you walk into these stores and you have your Bluetooth on and you have these different tracking things on on your app. Like, You're gonna get tackled by Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> get smacked with the gauntlet and shit. Um, Ping. they'll get start like Bro just <laughs> said. He's getting exposure notifications. That app or those settings are the ones sending him those notifications. You know? No, I haven't got no notification, but I do got the. What I'm saying is, I like on my phone. Like you see that? Yeah. It says exposure notifications. Yeah. If you go to settings and you you just scroll down, where you know. The little, the little part where it says general, it says general control, control center display and brightness, all those settings. Like if you look towards the bottom, is there's one that says exposure notifications. Yeah, exposure notifications. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just OC as fuck to me. Yeah. That it somehow just got integrated into my phone. Oh, yeah, with the update. update. Yeah, doing updates. Uh, no, I didn't buy the, I didn't buy this phone with that. <laughs> Talk about some, uh, no. Yeah, that's that's OC. Um, how about um, how about they have uh, they're trying to get dogs now to sniff this shit out. What sniff out what? Uh, it's COVID. Man, I smacked the shit out of y'all, man. Says it's a game for them. Scientists around the world are teaching dogs to sniff out COVID nineteen. All right. Yep. All right. Enough is enough. The animals can really, the animals can get the shit. So now, man, look. It says dogs could detect COVID nineteen infections through differences in the smell of human subjects' armpit sweat. 
armpit armpit sweat. Like I don't really want to even read this article <laughs> because I think y'all know it's about to be like some of the most OC bullshit um, there can possibly be. So now we have we got K nine unit. You know what I'm saying for uh, like bombs, drugs. Now you know viruses and shit. Yeah. Uh, the double back to Trump real quick, and I'm gonna just throw this out there, and then we can move past it. You know, this nigga when he went to Walter Reed last year in November, when he made that little visit and shit that they were saying was like standard checkup, all types of shit. He made mm. the doctors and the physicians who cared for him sign NDAs. He made them sign non-disclosure agreements. Hmm. I keep telling folks that once this election is over and we get past this pandemic or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, and once they quote-unquote get all this shit under control, they're going to really tell us how this shit was here in 2019. They're going to really tell us how Trump probably had it back when he went to Walter Reed the first time, because what the fuck are you doing making doctors and physicians sign NDAs when they're all, when most of them giving out your your information or them, you know, saying whatever or speaking on whatever is already covered by like HIPAA. Like what's going on with that? But I, I just want to throw that nugget out there. I just want to toss that out there for people's minds and thoughts. Um, did you hear about that wild shit that happened up in Michigan? Mm-mm. When they was when they was quote unquote saying they was going to kidnap the governor? <laughs> nah. It was like 13 nah, militia. About it though. Yeah, it was like 13 different militia men. Um, that have been arrested in a federal plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan and basically start a civil war. And I'm like, bro, somebody tell these niggas cut Mafia 3 off. Like, <laughs> what's going on? You know what I'm saying? All, thir- <laughs> all 13 of these men were white. They were white men. You know what I'm saying? When Muslims do something like this, when the extremists, quote-unquote, do something like this, when the Middle Eastern people, quote-unquote, do something like this, you know what I'm saying? Their names are all across the television. Their mugshots are all across the television. These white men did this shit, and I had to dig to get any type of motherfucking photos on them. I had to dig to learn their names. Call them what they are. They're domestic terrorists. Call them terrorists. Better yet, this is a prime example of what I wanted. To, what I said last week on the podcast, I want normalized. Normalize white-on-white crime. That was white on white crime. And look at what white on white crime looks like. Ain't hear about it. Ain't even hear about it. But let. No, nah, you ain't hear about it. Man's, they was talking about it. Let my man's Nick Cannon say, let my man's Nick Cannon say he's of Semitic heritage of, you know, patriarchs, of gods, of kings on this earth. He loses jobs and shit, though. Right. Um, <laughs> did you watch that Umar video? Uh,. I did to. I wanted to. I forgot to watch it. Well, the, did you? I, I watched the whole thing, but we'll we'll save that for next podcast because I want you to watch it so we can fully digest that. We can break that down. Watch that, bro. That shit gonna speak to you. You gonna be like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, anywho, um, yeah. But these militia men, and that's what they keep calling them militia men. But no, they're fucking terrorists. They're a group of white boys with guns and ideas of starting civil war and kidnapping sitting officials in a state of the United States of America. (laughs) They're fucking terrorists. And this is white on white crime. Prime example of white on white crime or potential white on white crime. 
and they charged them boys with all types of crazy federal domestic uh, terrorist charges. And I don't think half that shit going to stick on most of them. They wouldn't even let the white like when some niggas do some shit, bro, they let us carry out the plot and then arrest us. The police actually did what they were supposed to do in this in, in this situation, which was prevent some shit completely. You know what I'm saying? So just understand who they out here protecting and serving. Oh, I got a notification from DoorDash. Oh, fuck out of here. Don't nobody want no free BK chicken fries. Fuck out of here. Anywho. But yeah, I want to speak on that Michigan shit because that, that shit was wild. Speaking of mission. Michigan, uh, a missing woman, uh, woman missing for two years, found alive floating in the ocean by a fisherman. Was she alive? Uh, found alive. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, the Colombian woman was found by a fisherman off the coast of Puerto Colombia. Uh, Angelica. This 46-year-old woman has not been in contact with her family for two years when the fishermen spotted her nearly two miles out to sea. Uh, at first, they thought that they had spotted a log in the distance, but then they saw her raise her arms in the air. Uh, <laughs> she was lying in a rubber ring, um, but she could not respond due to the cold. Um, says uh, she had reserved medical attention says she explained that she first went missing when she escaped an abusive relationship. Okay. Uh, she said that she was wandering the streets for six months before seeking help. Due to the abuse, she suffered protection measures. Were, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> this nigga's <stupid>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. She said, being on the seashore, I found myself alone and in solitude. I decided to jump into the sea and let it take me. I just had to hope the this nightmare would soon be over. Uh, yeah, so it looks like she was um, she was on suicidal missions basically, and uh, she just kind of wanted to float away into the ocean. And she didn't really explain here how long she was in the ocean. Um, but yeah, she's been missing for a while and was found in the ocean alive. That's deep. That bitch really uh, the real de- the real definition of gone fishing. <laughs> have you ever been in a body of water that wasn't a pool? I've been in a lake before. Uh swimming. I don't swim. I was on I was on a little floaty tube. I had my life preserver vest thingy on. I was in a little floaty tube. I was anxious the whole time. I was nervous the whole time. You know I can't swim. I don't even know why I agreed to do this shit. But after this chilling out and letting the alcohol kick in, like I was finally able to relax. But uh but nah, bro, I don't fuck with the large masses of water. I went to Myrtle Beach not too long ago, a couple years ago, and that was my first time ever going to the Atlantic Ocean. And man, yeah. <laughs> that bitch, like I was out there at night too on the beach, and it just felt like someone was gonna walk out the water, grab me, and pull me in that bitch. Dead ass. See, that's the thing with me. I mean, the pool is like crystal clear blue water. You see the end. You see the fucking sign on the wall that says how deep it is. Uh, when you get out into that real shit, um, I'm not fucking with it. Like, I was at, I was at this lake in Arizona, and it was like this little buoy that you could swim out to and not go past. 
I was like, I'm about to swim out to the buoy real quick. I'll be right, you know, started swimming. Buoy hunter like, and shit. Started thinking about it like, I don't know how deep this is. I just started being paranoid, and I'm just like not with the shit. So um, this lady was two miles out in the ocean. Uh that's crazy. I don't I don't know if I could I don't know like what my what senses would kick in and how I'd be feeling like my nerves and whatnot, my paranoia and whatnot, but uh how? survival mode would probably kick in, but I just I just man, being in the ocean is just something different. That's a different animal. How long was Shorty supposedly out on the ocean? Now this this they didn't really get into. She's been missing for 2 years, but she said that she was just kind of doing you know, hopping around, you know, being, you know. Because you uh, said she was, like, out on the streets for six and a half months or six months, and then, she, you know, she went to the beach. So, bitch, you've yeah. been on the beach for a year and a half? You've been on, vac- says, you've been on vacation for a year and a half? All right, this is what it says. She's, uh, she says she had then decided to end her life and head to the beach, and, and headed to the beach. She told local media, being on the seashore, I found myself alone in solitude. I decided to jump to the sea and let it take me. I just had to hope this nightmare would ever soon be over. Maybe this, maybe she was found like the same day she decided to do I'm this about to say, because Shorty, you've been on Naked and Afraid for a year and a half. <laughs> then it says, but having been rescued, uh, she, she doesn't remember uh, anything about the hours she spent floating in the ocean. I feel like I was born again. Thank God. If I had an opportunity or help, I would not make that decision. I am very grateful because God gave me the opportunity to move forward. So, yeah, it looks like she was on a suicide mission there. And uh, when she was found, she probably just like just happened to kind of just float out, float out into the ocean that day. Um, Interesting. Interesting things there. Well, good thing she didn't die. Good thing they found a good thing, you know. They brought her back to land. Good thing, you know, she was in, in decent health when they found her. You know, shout out and kudos to that because suicide is a real thing. And I think even during these times with no matter what um, might be going on in your life, even with this pandemic, folks need to understand and be aware of mental uh, health. Keep your mentals together. You know what I'm saying? And then get your chicken. Yeah, try try to get your chicken and have your mentals together getting that chicken because... Uh... It's getting, a lot, the, it's a lot. getting the chicken to fuck up your mentals. Real talk. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I got some nut shit. Whoa. What do you got? A child was taken into custody Sunday after stealing a school bus and wrecking, uh, wrecking the vehicle during a chase with the police. Police started a pursuit with the school bus around 11 a.m. The boy, who has not been identified because of his de- age, is believed to be about 10 years old. He did not appear to be injured. Uh, so we got little kids out here playing GTA down in Louisiana, down Baton Rouge. Uh, <laughs> what made the school me, bus? Yeah, nigga stole the school bus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga like, I'm going to school! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mom! <laughs> Nah, the nigga started picking up his homies and shit, though. I swear to God, Joe, nigga was joyriding in the school bus. Like, what do you, it was a little white boy, too. What made me click on the photo is because it was a little white boy turned around getting handcuffed. I'm like, yep, got to see this. Click. <laughs> he got me. Like, what's this right here? But, yeah, you, you got to watch your school buses out there. If you see a school, especially nowadays, you see a school bus out on the road, you need to question that. 
No cap. I was just I was just thinking like, when's the last time you seen a school bus? Unless you live in Georgia, where they clearly think it's still 2019 and everything is fine, because they got kids <laughs> at school and all types of shit. <laughs> um, did you hear about this man, Jonathan Price, who tried to shake a police officer's hand, and that was basically right before the cop killed him? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did see that. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he with somebody else? Uh, he was basically wasn't somebody else the one talking, or was he? He, the he was one breaking up an altercation. He was breaking up an altercation. I'm not Did sure. You see the video? No, I didn't see the video. I read the story, and I'm trying to remember the story because I don't have it in front of me. But basically, he was breaking up an altercation, basically on some George Floyd shit. He, not George Floyd, but um, Jacob Blake. Damn, that's fucked up. That I have to go back through different names to remember different situations. But this shit has happened so much that we have so many examples of these type of situations. Damn, that's fucked up. Um, but yeah, it's like the Jacob Blake. What's his name? Jonathan Price. Um, basically, he was trying to break up an altercation between two women. The police were called. I'm not sure if he called them or if they were called by somebody else. Police showed up. This guy tried to shake this particular officer's hand. And supposedly, according to accounts and reports, moments later, he was shot and killed by this officer. This officer has been charged with murder. Um, he shot him four times in the chest. But the the thing about this story that was really catching people's attention is that this same guy who died was advocating for the police in different videos before his death saying, you know, he's never had these bad encounters or bad situations with the police that every other black man claims that they've had in their life. Um, and he was basically advocating for the police saying, you know, if you just do the right things when the police come around, you shouldn't have any problems with the police. So uh, folks were just saying how ironic it was that here you are advocating for them and they killed you. And some people were like, yo, that's karma. That's what he deserves. Da, 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 da. I don't I don't none of that shit. There's there's nothing that constitutes the death of a person by the hands of the police unless that person is doing something to get themselves um, shot, killed, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. If they're not committing a heinous crime and they can be brought in for what we like to quote unquote call justice, then that's what needs to take place. You just don't need to just absolutely run around and start shooting niggas for the fuck of it, which is what they've been doing forever and what they're going to probably continue to do forever. <laughs> what? Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What happened? Nothing. <laughs> um, no, that's a different video than what I had seen. What did you see? Something totally different. That's not no. Nah, I didn't. I didn't hear about this story. What story are you talking about? Because there's so many. It was up. just <sighs> like you was just saying. It's fucking crazy. Like, oh nope, got got the story wrong. Wrong incident. Right. Wrong fucking injustice act. This one was like some dude that was talking like and having like some type of. Uh, confrontation like altercation with somebody and then like someone in the background that was with him had got like shot nah I ain't hear about that yeah that was a video of that one I think there's a video of the one you talking about when I was just looking it up it might be it might be like a body cam video or something I don't know yo Texas is wild though um you hear about this white guy a white uh, a white Texas man allegedly disguised himself in blackface and donned a fake beard to kill his mother 
to kill the mother of his daughter, authorities said. Andrew Charles Beard or Bread? No, nah, Beard. Yeah, the nigga last name Beard. Of uh, <laughs> of of a uh, roulette <laughs> of roulette <laughs> turned himself in this week in the murder of his one-year-old daughter's mother. Um, the Dallas Morning News reports he is accused of shooting and repeatedly stabbing the 24-year-old to death as she arrived at her job in some city on October 2nd. Officers arrived to find uh, Burkett suffering from a gunshot wound to the head in addition to multiple stabbing injuries um, and was being treated by co-workers. Co-workers, two uh, bystanders told authorities that the assailant was a black man. The police later discovered the dark face makeup and fake beard and cars linked to beard, linked to the guy. Um, so my man is running around in blackface, killing his wife, trying to shame us with the shit. It's wild. Psychologically, that story is wild. That a white man took the, the time and the initiative to dress up as a black man to kill his wife. And was going to sit up there and probably do the boo-hoo and the fake crying and all that bullshit when they came back to him about it. <laughs> was going to probably try and make it some mega shit, some pro-Trump shit, some, 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 oh, look at the liberal left, left wings that killed my wife. She's a Trump supporter type. I don't know, bro. That, the story just wild that my man dressed up in black. And he got caught how? They found the um, the face makeup and the fake beard in cars linked to him. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Fa- face makeup, man. He was on some fucking uh, Tropic Thunder shit, man. Yeah, he's on his Robert Downey. You think it shit like that, or you think it shit like the real black face shit that they was doing back in the day when this shit would look like fucking straight tar? Nah, bro. This nigga had like a black face mask. Like, hold on. Let me see if they got a picture. Like some movie prop shit? Yeah, bro. Like, my nigga was definitely, like, wildin'. That shit wild. Nah, that's sick, bro. What's wrong with dude? What's wrong with people? Um, Apparently a lot. Do you think anything's wrong with Logic? Uh, Rapper Logic drops... Two hundred and twenty-six thousand dollars on a rare Pokemon card. Uh, Nerd. Just <laughs> say what it is. Just say what it is, man. Nah, before you even say uh, anything. PS- nah, 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 nah. Before you even say anything else, just call it what it fucking is, nigga. You spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. On a Pokemon card. It's probably in yes. Japanese. It probably shimmers, and you probably can't even play with the bitch. Fuck mm. out of here. Yeah, that's the biggest nerd I've ever seen. That That's uh, the biggest nerd shit. Uh, a PSA 10 base set, first edition Charizard, just sold at an auction with an ending bid of $183,812. Including the 20% buyer's premium, the total transaction value exceeds 220 k as of now, this is the highest known sale of the card. Um, nineteen ninety nine Pokemon first edition Charizard. Yeah. As much as a as much as a pretty nice house. If you're into if you're into investing, you can do a lot with that. If you're into splurging, you could probably buy a used 
Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably buy a used Rolls Royce Wraith. Probably get you like three Corvettes. <laughs> um, uh, probably get you some courtside seats to you know the NBA Finals next year. Probably get you. Some- Do you know how many Pokemon packs you could buy with two hundred twenty six thousand? You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna play devil's advocate to myself of what I just said about this man and calling him a nerd. This might be one of those things like where Jay Z was talking about. Oh, I bought the painting for two million. I was worth eight million. You know, he might have bought this car for two hundred twenty thousand. And in ten years, two point two million. It might be worth two hundred and thirty (laughs) thousand. Fucking nerd! (laughs) (laughs) Get your ten thousand dollar profit in twenty years from this two hundred twenty thousand dollar investment. Like it might be one of those things where it it greatly appreciates over time. You know, he might have really wanted it. I'm pretty sure he's got it framed, hanging up on a wall. You know. And it's Charizard. Char, Char. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, no. How can, you, <laughs> how can you be the founder of Pokemon, make this show, make these cards, and someone buys one for $226,000, and you not laughing your ass off at home? Gee, they probably giggling. Like, I remember when this came from. <laughs> I remember when I made that. I was taking shit. Ash Ketchum all. <laughs> Ash, Ash Ketchum name is really the name of my ashtray. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. This this is the world we live in. This, this is the world we live in, man. Like, and ain't logic like one of them old activists, mental health people, bro? You could have gave two hundred and twenty thousand to like somebody's rehab or something. You could have, you could have did more with that, bro. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't but you know, know what? That's your money. Who are we to talk about you and your money and what you do with your money? You know. Um. Yeah, we gotta get up out of here pretty soon. Uh. USA dropped from like top 10 to uh, number 21 as far as passport rankings, as far as like your freedom with your passport and where and all the other countries you can go to. Uh, number one is now fucking New Zealand. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Guess what? New Zealand's had low or no cases of COVID since all the shit pop- popped off. We dropped so t- on their go ahead on their passport they went from like they could go to new zealand this is they went from like being able to go to like 81 countries with their passports and now over 200 yeah because them niggas not sick and we sick as fuck oh to the sea yeah man um uh, you know that we was talking about the enhanced ids they was supposed to blah, blah. they were supposed to roll those out this october they pushed it back to some month next year wanted to put that out there before we got up out of here um yeah short show this week you know time constraints life restraints i was fucked up yesterday um wasn't doing no show yesterday i was lit still healthy show still healthy show hopefully you're healthy now yeah healthier than you were yesterday don't get a digital uh system um that's just some news that i think i should throw out there but that's a personal preference also (laughs) but uh, i I, i'll piggyback off that and then we can get up out of here the reason why we're saying don't get... Yeah, let's talk about that before we run up out of here. Let's talk about that shit. 
I went up to GameStop. I talked to a GameStop employee. They told me that they only had eight pre-orders of the Xbox Series X, eight pre-orders of the S, uh, Xbox Series S, and then they had 18 orders across both um, both uh, the PlayStation 5s, the one for 400 and the one for 500. And that made me think, like, bro, why y'all really trying to hype beast this shit out and make it that unavailable to the point where y'all probably going to sell y'all own shit on the black market for ridiculous fucking prices because y'all saw how much them Nintendo Switches was selling for over the summer when you couldn't find one and y'all like, yeah, that's how we gonna get our bread off these systems. Like, I really think a lot of these shoe companies when they come out with shoes, like, it don't be no bots grabbing up these shoes. It be them grabbing up the shoes and then selling them to the consignment shops and the consignment sites so they can get more money for their own product. So, this shit don't make sense to me. And that's that was the GameStop employee told me like that was the general consensus across the board with most of the GameStops like that's the order and the numbers they got you know what I'm saying and I talked to a couple people that are like yeah that first wave always be limited 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 like bro it's twenty fucking twenty I don't think I'm probably gonna be get rushing to get it anytime like when it first drop but I do I do want to plan on getting. Probably a PlayStation first. Yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking your wave too, cause cause Bo want the Series X that bad. I told him, look, go ahead, just sell me the One X. You know what I'm saying? I take that off your hands. You put that money towards your your Series X, and yeah. and I'ma just go ahead and get me a um a PS5, and I'll double back on the Series X, cause they was talking about them bitches is like microwaves heating up and shit. So, and uh, supposedly like like on my Xbox One uh. Uh, X that I got now, I got like a terrible uh, external hard drive for my like games and shit. Like you can't do that on the new system. Yeah, you can. The, yeah, you can. Nah, they got I said you can't. They got the expandable drives. I think the Xbox got like a one. I know, but you can't do it with the digital. Ah, you can only do it with the disc drives. That's why. That's why. That's ah. what I'm getting at. Don't don't get the digital systems because you're selling yourself short in the long run. You're going you're going to end up. Doing something strange for a piece of change to be able to like upgrade your capacity, <laughs> like upgrade Nerd. your capacity of your overall like power, storage, all that shit because you you try to get the digital boy. Fucking and nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the, my other beef with the all digital systems was this: um, what happens when that internet fucks up one day, and you're forced to play offline? You ain't gonna be able to play shit. <laughs> story mode shorty that bitch gonna turn into the most ex- you can't play you can't play none of it you you have to be online to access the game if you Maybe have no internet I mean, if you download the game to your system you, you no nah, i don't think i don't think it no nah, i don't think it worked like that i don't think it works like that i don't think oh, i've downloaded i've played my game offline that you downloaded, downloaded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Oh, okay. You just can't play online features. Okay, okay. Because that was my thinking was like, yo, because you I play down- you a play you a a franchise with yourself. <laughs> shit, my last Madden joint, shit, Madden twenty, I had a motherfucking franchise go like 10, 12 years into that bitch. I won like seven Super Bowls. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anywho, man, you was playing on rookie. Nah, right, I was playing. Yeah, nah, good. I was playing on all Madden. Don't do me. Don't fucking do me. My team was just that dope. Trying to do me. That's why I'm four and one in the league now. Bust Moose ass last night. Oh uh, yeah, that's for the ass. Oh, Bust his ass. Thirty five to thirty five to fourteen. You was getting a hell of picks on him. Nah, I only had like uh, 
one or two picks. But Miles Sanders had over 200 yards rushing and about four or five touchdowns. He had some breakaways. Boy, that nigga went up the middle. So I did the I did the uh the inside zone to the to the weak side. But I did I did um the line shift. I wanted them all to shift to the left, right? So when he did his defense, they bit on my line shift and all to the left. And I'm talking about I just cut that bitch back to the right. You know what I'm saying? Then when you know it's you and the safety, I had the safety out there like spin. Fuck you mean doing his ass? He ain't won a game yet. Uh, he won his simulated game, so no, uh, that, that pussy ain't won shit. All right, I gotta get on there. Uh, yeah, it's week six though. Shit. Uh, shout out Mula Musa. You know what I'm saying? I'm not calling. Shout out to Ahmad, man. Mula Musa, what? This light skin nigga shit. Anywho, uh, session conversation session one twenty. You know where to check us. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, search Session Conversation. I am the Cloudiest, aka Reed. OGFX Mass. And OG Flowers and Flesh. Thanks for being back with us for another week, and we will fuck with y'all on the flip side. Bro, we on deck for this weekend, right? Absolutely. All right, yeah, because we ain't got to worry about uh, watching no uh, basketball games no more, so, yeah. All right, just playing them. <laughs> 2K. Exactly. My player lit, too, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. But all right, y'all, we all right. out of here. Peace. Peace.